What is up, homies? Welcome back to another episode of the Chexicans Podcast here on Heroes Reforged. Mm. I'm about to stone cold Steve Austin these beers. That's the crisp sound of the new year <laughs> and the great spring. Oh, man. Mm. I almost just choked. We're not <laughs> sponsored by beer. No, we're not sponsored by beer, but we sure like to drink it. Mm-hmm. This episode of Chexicans is brought to you by beer. <sighs> Cheers, my friends. Cheers. We did this real backwards. Uh, yeah, definitely. Ah. All right, and that's ah. the show. Thank you. Have Thanks a good for coming. Night. Have a good night. Bye. See you next Drink month. Responsibly. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we get into some of the stuff we're going to talk about, um, we um, well, we f- first we should say thank you to everybody in the audience because yeah. thanks to you guys, you guys helped crush that Manscaped deal that we did uh, a couple months ago. So our friends at Manscaped reached back out to us. Yep. And they said, would you be interested in doing more Ooh. of those for us? Because uh, they did well, and we like you guys. So oh, we're like, yeah, yeah interesting, interesting, interesting. Uh-huh, what uh-huh. can you tell us? Yep. So from now until July, we'll be doing two episodes of this podcast every month. Uh, that's going to be a lot of fun, and that's thanks to our friends at Manscaped. Two on YouTube. Yes. 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 Two on YouTube. Yes. Yes. So you probably have noticed we've been doing more ad reads for the last few weeks and that's been super helpful to help us make more videos mm-hmm. to pay editors to help us cut a, cut down a lot of that stuff it's been a huge weight off of my shoulders so not have to stay up till five, five in the morning editing that stuff or mm-hmm. staying up the whole next day doing that so uh yeah. yeah so thank you guys so much it's been super super helpful yeah. Yeah. patreon's doing really well we just finished x-men we're about to finish x-men the animated series just finished arcane. we just finished arcane which was such an amazing watch like i loved watching that show with you guys it was so good and you know we're coming up on we're doing episode four of moon Knight this week and there'll be two more episodes until the finale and then there's like a little baby break until the end Mm -hmm. of may when we start obi-wan kenobi and then miss marvel and obi-wan kenobi are going to overlap um in june so we still got a lot of stuff on the way and then at some point soon we're going to be starting x-men the animated series season two Yes. Nice, nice. All that to so, say, I hope, ladies, if you bought Manscaped for your for your mans, thank you. I thank I hope you. It's working out well. And yeah. all the men's who bought it for themselves, I hope you have the <laughs> you freshest did, nuts ever. You, you yeah. made the wisest choice. Yes, yes you made uh, the wisest choice. That, that stuff is that stuff is great. But we'll get into that later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, uh, let's segue into something nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a really nice gift uh, the other day. We got two. Well, two yeah. really nice yeah. gifts. Yeah. Uh, first one, uh, it's our buddy, Justin Doodle from Patreon. We don't actually know your, well, we know his real name, but I don't know if he wants us to say, cause he doesn't have social media. Bloop, bloop, bloop. He doesn't have stuff. Yeah. But it's Justin Doodle gave us that amazing sign. He has a store on Etsy. That sign is absolutely incredible. Yeah. I think it's like laser engraved, yeah. like laser so carved. Cool. It's so, so cool. cool. And the other really cool sign that we got, if you notice behind Adam, that is a hand painted sign. From a bunch of very special kids from a bu- from a very special foundation. So the Chris community is uh, connecting the newest young Americans of Columbus with guidance and mentors. So basically, what it is, it's a uh, a place where young refugees go to learn English and to basically have a, a little bit of a taste of what life is like here in the USA. Um, apparently, they watch our show. That's awesome. <laughs> and apparently, they like that we're all multicultural, which is amazing. Uh, I'm glad if you guys are watching. Thank you so much for watching. Yeah. Thanks, we guys. really appreciate your little, your, your little, your amazing art that you made us. There's Mando on it. There's Miles Morales, Deadpool. Yeah. It's got a Czech flag and a Mexican flag on it. Absolutely incredible. 
Uh, and then they sent us some scarves. They sent Hector a cookbook. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Hector, you need, if you don't make us something on the show, oh, I dude, actually will. Really? I, just, I haven't gotten the book yet. I like I, I we, it's been a minute since we've recorded something and, and so I had, came over and Hector using any excuse to get cooking something no, for I'm us. I'm going home with the book tonight. This like, episode I'll, I'll Hector, you better be in the kitchen. You're not even going to be on this episode. You got to be in the kitchen making it right now. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Come back like lucky um, charms. <laughs> thank fresh, you. Ready to go. Uh, uh, but, but yeah, we had a, we got an amazing email from Jeremy who yes. is the uh, associate director of the community partnerships that, at, at at Chris and reached out and you know we sometimes say words that are not the most uh, family friendly on our podcast. We're just talking about reactions balls. and reviews and we talk about nuts and, uh, <laughs> should be family friendly though. So, so thank you guys for watching. Hygienic. But, yeah, but it, it, exactly. But it was a really nice email and, and very, very yeah. much like what you were saying, you know, yeah. like these, these kids are looking for a way to learn more about our culture and just about, you know, uh, our country and all, all sorts of stuff and the language, especially. So it was, it was cool that, you know, that we, help them in some way yeah with that especially because you know i think the stuff that we talk about superhero stuff marvel dc star wars it's it is for everyone and it's internationally known and it's a worldwide it's celebrated worldwide so i think like that that i think is the thing that is like the unifying piece of that Mm -hmm. so and it's cool that they're able to then use that for other things outside of just the superhero part i mean i know that so I grew up in a Spanish-speaking household. Yeah. I did not really learn English from my friends. My parents say that I learned it from TV. Absolutely. And so like, Absolutely. it was TV, and then my mom was adamant about me reading so much. So you remember those scholastic book, book fairs where yeah. you had to read a certain amount of books? Yeah. yeah. And then you get like a little, a little prize at the end? I was always winning those things, really? right? Really? Uh, so it was, it was- I hid those. TV, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you hid them? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you didn't like reading- no wonder you can't read. I only bought the movie books. No wonder you can't so like read. Batman and Robin, the novelization. Yeah. That's what I bought. <laughs> Mine was Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah. That was my obsession oh, yeah. as a kid, right? Yeah. And it was, yeah. I didn't realize how advanced reading it was. Mm-hmm. Now that I try to reread them as an adult, I'm like, this kid is, like, Smart. he's talking Smart. like an adult. Yeah. Um, that was the loophole for the Scholastic Book Fair, though, is that they also counted comics. They did. Like, oh, Garfield right. collections, uh-huh. Calvin and Hobbes, yes, yes, you know, yes. whatever. So I remember being like, oh, snap. All right, here <laughs> okay, you go. I got all this. Go. Yeah. I can read forever. Yeah. Right? That's hilarious. Um, but yeah, that's how, I, that's how I started getting into all this stuff. And, uh, cool. you know, I wish YouTube was, was around in those days to yeah. like, have people to or relate to. maybe I'm glad it wasn't because maybe then it would have uh, uh, been real bad. But That's hey, true. we so we so appreciate being a bright spot on YouTube. <laughs> and um, you oh know, yeah, as far as we know, we're not pushing any conspiracy theories. Right, if we exactly. are, please tell us to stop. Yeah, but call us thank out. you, thank you guys, everybody at the Chris Foundation. Thank you guys so much for watching. Gracias por todo. We so so appreciate it, and we love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. We did a trailer reaction to Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah. It was really cool. Some people were posting on Twitter. They were posting how there was the one shot you were talking about of the snow creature, that snow god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And how it was a straight rip from the yeah. Jason Aaron comic book. Yeah. It's it's pretty cool that we're at that point now. Awesome. And we talked about it too in yeah. the in the reaction. We're talking about how like, you know, we're kind of at that point where like everyone knows what Marvel is and now it's now it's a perfect opportunity to like yeah. if you're gonna if you're going to pay homage to the comic books, sure. Like just rip them straight out of the comic books. Yeah. But I did also see people talking about, um, well, I hope Jason Aaron and, you know, the team behind that comic book is getting compensated for that. Yeah. It's, right. it's especially because even just from like a visual level, yeah. because yes, the, the writing that Jason Aaron did is probably going to inspire some stuff in the movie. Yeah. Gore, the God butcher, the villain that Christian Bale we was did, playing. We didn't see in the teaser, but so on and so forth. Yes. Even like, 
Jane Foster being Thor, all of that stuff is from that writer's work, but specifically that panel, dude. Yeah. That is artist Esad Ribic. Yeah. And straight one to one. Straight one side to one. By side and I'm like, like yeah. and I'm like, here's the thing. You know what's good PR is if that artist got paid. Yeah. And the artist <laughs> is on Twitter yeah. being like, right. go see the movie. Yeah. And or the artist is at the premiere. They did me and a the solid. Artist, and the artist did a, had a cameo in the movie. In the movie. Or at least like was on set like directing things or like whatever mm-hmm. whatever an artist can do in that capacity. Yeah. I hope they use them more often because yeah. we were artists at one point and yes. we got severely overlooked. Yeah. And it feels good to see that guy at least getting some some props, but you could always get more props. Absolutely. Yeah. Always and, get and, more props. And again, it's it's a sad truth of like the differences between those industries. But I bet you that if that comic book artist was hired to to be a background actor mm-hmm. for one day on that movie yeah. for Love and Thunder, you'd probably get paid more. In the entirety of doing the art for like yeah, seriously that's the right, part. exactly so for like, all the art he's done right so hollywood disney marvel studios hook them up yeah put them in these <laughs> movies give them these cameos you know then you can parade them out on the red carpet yes, and there's nothing exactly. better than when the artist who did the thing is yeah. stoked there, to be yeah. there right What's it like having so much from your comic book run inspiring this new movie? And the first thing they think of, oh, they paid me a bunch of money. The second thing they think of is, it's great. I can't wait for everybody to go see them. Do that shit. And also, do what Batman did. Have the comic books in the theater, right? Like, put comic books up there so people can buy them and get more interested. And have an an encyclopedic knowledge of comic books like Hector does. Is, Is that entire Jason run, Jason Aaron run in like one compendium? in a couple because okay. it was like it was so massive i think the, the the complete thing of like thor male thor i should say before it transitions to jane foster female thor is like across a couple different books but yeah. marvel in in physical form they they have done a pretty good job with getting runs like that that are really well yeah. known and really well liked even like the hawkeye run that we were talking about during the hawkeye show right. yeah, that's all in one matt yes. fraction yeah that, that matt fraction david aha book is all in one mm-hmm. paperback so like they do pretend to do a pretty good job yeah. of that and if it's really really long running they'll do it in like the ultimate collection volume one volume two you know to kind of yeah. collect it across a whole thing so it's yeah. out there but also i've just been telling people the easiest thing to do is just marvel unlimited right it's yeah, like just do, just do that service do a free trial if you can you know, try it out. Or the free version, if you're in LA, Hoopla Digital. Yep, Hoopla Digital. If you Digital, have a library straight up, card. Right. Straight up. Yeah, yeah. If you All have, free. Yeah, if you have access to a public library, go. Yeah, they they'll, have a massive comic book collection. probably have that stuff there. And yes. if they don't, you can order, you can ask them, like, can you get this, this, and this? Yeah. And then they'll order it. And then they'll send That's it. That's pretty nice. have it digitally awesome. or and anything you need. For free, yeah. it's absolutely incredible. No excuse to not read comics, people. <laughs> Please. <laughs> no, but I, 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 but I agree, and I hope that as we move forward, Mm-hmm. I honestly don't know how much that type of stuff was done from like phase one, phase two yeah. of the MCU. I, I, yeah. I didn't, I honestly didn't pay attention to it. Well, unfortunately. I feel, I feel like phase one and phase two, and we kind of talked about this in the reaction. Yeah. I feel like there was a, a really a balance. Well, not even a balance. They had to push more towards audiences that weren't very familiar yeah. with, mm-hmm. with these, with these properties yeah. because the Avengers were already the B level team. Like they mm-hmm. weren't the X-Men. Right. The X-Men were reigning supreme at that point. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, they had to push these characters kind of delicately yeah. into this space and making, I mean, when Robert Downey, spoiler report, when Robert Downey Jr. dies, mm-hmm. when <laughs> Iron Man dies in Endgame. You've had so much time to watch those <laughs> movies now. <laughs> like that moment felt good and it felt 
earned and it felt like the end of an era and people cried and cheered and everything yeah because of the way that they were pushed so delicately at first and then by the end of it Iron Man could do whatever he wanted you didn't care where his space where his space where his suit came from right it was nanoparticles in his blood and you didn't care whatever it was whatever it was and so now we're absolutely in a different phase and this can kind of go and segue into the other thing that we're kind of talking about too as well i see you doing that i see you doing no so so we're kind of in a different phase in which like marvel has free reign do whatever they want the color palette the directors the 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 storylines that they pull from the artists and everything uh whereas other other companies don't necessarily didn't necessarily put in that time or it wasn't as well received as this this series was and so like it's uh it's it's i think when you when you bring up the point that you did adam you you really have to talk about the context of like where it came from yeah because that's just as important as like yep. the freedom that we have now. totally you know what i'm saying this this is a great summary of what you just said augustine this <laughs> uh-huh. is from one of the screenwriters from the first thor movie Uh-oh. zach stance yeah zach stance is great zach stance is great great twitter follow yeah. like really really great stuff he was zach, writing booster gold sadly yeah. who knows yeah. if we'll ever see it no Zach tweeted, a big way I know Marvel has loosened up creatively since phase one mm-hmm. is that we proposed Thor riding to battle in his goat chariot pulled by Tangrisnir and Tangjoshter <laughs> back in 2009. Yeah. yeah. Right. For a movie that was going to come out in 2011. Yeah, yeah. Too soon. And Feige and company looked at us like we were nuts. Now there they yeah. are in the Love and Thunder trailer. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I think exactly. that it's... I'm going to give them too much credit and I'll say that it's, it's a combination of they knew what the audience was then. So they knew they couldn't push that stuff. But I think also to Zach's point, they're loosening up creatively. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a combination of, it's like, it's like fiscally smart to yeah, do it yeah. the way they've been doing it. And now it's like, well, well, you're, I don't, I don't, I don't think you're wrong at all yeah. because I think we were at a really interesting point when in the early two thousands with superhero movies, you had your daredevils, your Electras, your fantastic fours. Yeah. And they tried to kind of break that line of reality to varying levels of success. But also keep it grounded in reality. Yeah. yeah. But then you have the Nolan Batman trilogy come right. out. And that was the thing that people were like, this is what I want all my superhero yeah, movies yeah, to be. Yeah, exactly. And so it, it yeah. kind of created, it kind of put everybody into a box, even though yeah. like nobody was expecting that. But I think what Marvel did so well was Iron Man, Iron Man 2 were so, and, and the Incredible Hulk they felt like more realistic and more grounded. Mm-hmm. But then with Captain America, they let Joe Johnson kind of go a little bit more fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then exactly. Thor kind of the same thing. And I think you needed that in order for Avengers to work. Cause if everything felt like Iron Man, right. Then Avengers, I think maybe the conceptually could have broken. Yeah. And I think once yeah. you do Avengers and the villains are literally aliens. Yeah. Then at that point, the audience is kind of bought into the concept of like, okay, I'm on board. This feels still realistic right. and grounded. Right. So then by phase two, they can be even looser. By yeah. phase three, like we're all in on Thanos, yeah. like yeah. an alien being from it's another silly universe. Goat time. Yeah. We're not saying silly goose time, it's silly goat silly time. Goat exactly. Time. Yeah. So yeah. in 2009, that concept, if I was Kevin Feige, you'd be like, it's way too out there for audiences. For sure. They're going to laugh it right. off. For sure. But at this point, you know, 14 years later, we're like, we want the weird stuff. Give yeah. us the yes, weird exa- stuff. The weirder, yeah. the better. The thing is that it's not even weird. It's comic accurate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's true. Like, yeah. This has been in, in the, in the pantheon of comics for yeah. forever. Yeah. And now they're just like, okay, just let it happen. Yeah. Which yeah. ultimately was what we wanted to begin with. Yeah. You yes. know? Um, but that kind of goes off into that segue of, but even before the segue, okay. You were just talking about before we started recording, 
how a lot of people talk about like the humor and how they're like so anti the humor and stuff. Are we going there? Let's go there. Well, <laughs> my whole take on it is like if you just can't let yourself to have fun with these characters yeah. and like not every character, whether it's Marvel, DC, Star Wars has to be serious. And I think you have to be willing and open to enjoy every single type of tone. It's, it's a, it's a beauty and the beast tale as old as time yeah. where dudes, our age continue to complain that the shit that is for children is still for children. Right. Like yeah. they're mad at that. And I, I, you know, I've, I've seen people say, well, here's what I don't like about Marvel is that they're too reliant on humor and jokes. And here's the characters that are too funny. Iron Man, Spider-Man, Star-Lord. And I'm like, let me stop you right there. You're describing Marvel comics. Yeah. Yeah. I think the thing that kept, keeps getting lost is that people keep forgetting they are adaptations of Marvel. Mm -hmm. Say it with me. Comics. <laughs> comic books. That's what they are. And yes. it's like, go read Marvel comic books. Can you read them as adults? Yes. Can you enjoy them as adults? Yes. Are there comic books that are made just for adults? Yes. Of course. A lot of those are very good. Yeah. But also what's very good is when a comic book has great art and great writing and it's firing on all cylinders. And you know what? It's for children. Mm -hmm. And if you're the type of person that can't appreciate that because yeah. it's for children, if you can't watch the Incredibles and be moved by it, mm -hmm. if you can't watch Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse, if you can't watch the Iron Giant, if you can't even watch a great written sketch on Sesame Street and appreciate the acting, the timing, the writing, craft, the yeah. puppetry, the craft, then I don't want to waste my time with you. I feel yeah. like that's a yeah. thing where it's like, I can't, I can't explain that to a full grown person, usually full grown man. I don't know what to do there. No, there's nothing you can't do. There's nothing you go, can do. I like superheroes, but here's the superheroes. I like the ones that are serious daredevil and punisher and Batman. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. But why are you mad that Thor isn't that right? Thor isn't punisher. Right. Spider-Man exactly. isn't Batman. My God, there's so much variety yeah, yeah, yeah. that it's not about just what we're talking about. Phase one, Marvel maybe felt a little too samey. Mm -hmm. And here we are being like, yay, there's different things. And there are people going like, well, I don't like the humor part of it. Yeah. And I want to say like, good, <laughs> fine. That's not like that Donald Glover gift from his stand up. Yeah. You know, he's like, good. good. Like, and it's, not, it's not for you. Uh, like, like, you we're know. We're leaving y'all in the dust. You know we're going to keep going on this train. When on Disney Plus, when Miss Marvel comes out, there's going to be grown ass men oh, complaining totally. about it and being like, this is dumb. And I'm going to be like, do you think this is for yeah. you? Shut up and watch Obi Wan right. Kenobi. She's like a fifteen-year-old yeah. high school kid. Why yeah. don't you just watch Obi Wan Kenobi? That's yeah. for you. Yeah. Let us open-minded adults you know? enjoy this, please. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Or like, yeah, it's just it's especially to take a big accessible franchise like this. You know, I want there to be different flavors in a Star Wars. Yeah. I want there to be different flavors even in Lord of the Rings mm -hmm. with the upcoming Amazon show. Yeah. That can mean a bunch of different things. Tone. It could mean, uh, uh, you know, the demographics of like the actors actually doing yeah, it, yeah, yeah. the creatives, the right, all of that differences, the differences lead to the diversity leads to quality, leads to yeah. strength, diversity of stories. So yes. yeah, that's just, it's just been such a wild, I just a few days ago finally caught up. There was a video on YouTube from mm -hmm. Patrick Willems, who's great, oh, yeah. great video mm -hmm. essayist. He did a great video about why are Batman movies and to an extent some Batman fans afraid of Robin? Yeah. And that video talks about what I'm talking about mm -hmm. where he was, I forget where he was mentioning, like talking about Robin or something. And then he was seeing all these comments responding to it. And somebody said, no, Robin has, is the thing that ruins the Batman franchise. 
Because he calls him out on his bullshit. <laughs> and then they said, Robin is the Jar Jar Binks of Batman. Oh, my God. And oh, I'm my like, God. And I'm like, crazy. That's, that's, wow. I'm like, that's, you're broken. That's a fandom thing Dude, that's, that's, that's broken. Dude, that's insane. To take, to take, and even now, I've even really come around on Jar Jar Binks, by the way, as oh, a character, too. like the Clone Wars show. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so I'm like, even that comment uh-huh. is like, that insult yeah. is, to me, I'm like, are you in a message board in 1999? Like, it's yeah, yeah. gross. Yeah. Are you still in yeah. America Online? Don't do that shit. Yeah. Why are you using Jar Jar Binks yeah. as an insult? Yeah. That's like saying that's like saying to somebody like that's like being sexist and being like you drive like a woman or yeah. some yeah. stupid right. outdated. I'm like, don't yeah. even do yeah. that. It doesn't yeah. mean anything. But the fact that somebody said Robin is the Jar, I'm like, that's crazy. Robin Dick Grayson is fucking pre- amazing. Predates Joker. Yeah. Well, Robin. Robin was. Only, uh, only comics a year a after year into it. And yeah. Batman's been in comics for 80 plus yeah. years. So I'm like, that's 99% of yeah. that, like <laughs> 99% so of comic books have but, Robin. But what we're describing, right. I, think, I think it's still, it's not just a fan who said that's yeah, fault yeah. because why do they think that way? Because let's be real because the movies mm-hmm. that have been the big, like, like very visual, visible uh-huh, and visual media. mainstream versions of Batman haven't had Robin right. and they've had a yeah. tone where it's like, oh, it would, never, years at least. It would yeah. never work in this world. Right. And they've had directors mm-hmm. and actors and producers who've been like, no, we're not doing that. And, yeah. it, and it's this idea of like treating a character like Batman, for example, right. as being so sort of like mature and untouchable yeah. and just for adults, just for adults. And I'm like, it does lead into what we're talking about. Yeah. I'm like, listen, <laughs> we cannot avoid the subject. Listen, Chris Nolan, phenomenal director, yeah. one yeah. of the best working today. You may have done more damage than good in terms of the in, in terms of the depiction of Batman. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, right. it's interesting how when those movies were coming out, 2005 to 2012, that it was like, man, especially in 2008, The Dark Knight is oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah, that movie is awesome. Yeah, but then looking back and you go, huh? In a lot of ways, Warner Brothers is back where they were in 2005. Yeah, because they just put out The Batman with yeah. Matt Reeves. Yeah. and here's another movie that as stylistic as it is, I could see it going either way. Now you come in here because I think you love the Batman probably more than any of us. Of all of us, you love it the most. You love it the most. Right. Adam, I would love to get your take on it. Do you think that the base reality that they established in that movie could support a Robin? Or do you think that it's something that they'll continue to avoid just because it kind of doesn't fit with the, with the, with that reality. Realistically speaking, I think if they did Robin, I don't think it would happen enough in the first trilogy. Right. No. Whoa, you're yeah. talking, they're going to make six of these? They're going to make five? It, it, like, if they ended whoa. up making more, because I think like, and also it really depends, is there a time jump in the sequel? And right. how much is that time That's, jump? Because yeah. oh. year two of being Batman, I feel, like, I feel like that character has so much still to learn about what it takes to be, a, not even a mentor, just like what it takes to just be Batman. Like yeah. he still hasn't figured all that out. Yeah. So I think if you were to, if the next movie was like year three and you throw in a Robin, I'm like, I don't feel like this. I think that he could learn a lot from Dick Grayson. Yeah. And I think he can learn a lot about himself. Yeah. But I feel like it would might be a little bit too much. Too and soon. I, too soon. What if? Like, I thought Batfleck would have been uh, the, because he was a 20 yeah. year veteran. And I'm like, yeah, that's but the guy you, know you give a Robin. Interesting. Just hold that thought for one sec. What's really interesting Write about it. Down the, if you, the, don't forget it. The, the, the Batfleck. We'll put a pin in it. We'll yeah. come back to that. But the Batfleck idea yeah. is that like, again, going in what we're talking about, the creative force behind that, the writers and the director, yeah. Zack Snyder. They were like, well, we're going to take a character who's traditionally thought of as being very innocent. Mm-hmm. And in our world, he's already dead. Right. To further drive home the point, like yeah. how many people stay good, Alfred? How many, you know, right. and again, right. a lot of fans, 
eat that up. They're yeah. like, that's the coolest shit ever mm-hmm. to live in and a I world was like, that is no! po- that is yeah. to live in a world that is post Robin, right? Because you get a little of that feeling you get mm-hmm. when you read Frank Miller Batman: The right. Dark Knight Returns, yeah. and that's a bleak Batman. And it, yeah. and in that bleakness, you bring out the hope. And in right. that bleakness, yeah. and it's funny too because in that Patrick Willems video. He's talking about how fans would cite Dark Knight Returns, and it's like he gets a new Robin in that. Right, that's yeah. it's a lady Robin. It's a lady yeah. Robin. It's, yeah. a, it's the whole point of that comic yeah, book. Yeah. Is that he gets a new Robin, yeah. Carrie Kelly, and she's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Like, and she's got a little slingshot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, it's literally you know, on the cover of the comic book. She's so the cutest anyway, little Robin. It's yeah. crazy. It's, it's interesting that 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 that's kind of what Robin has turned into, and yeah. I feel like Robin's just a great summary of like sup- some superhero movies, and especially DC in a way, yeah. because you know first time we got Robin in a movie was Batman forever mm-hmm. technically. Right. Yeah. And then the next time after that iteration of Batman, Chris O'Donnell, I think the next time we saw Robin in a movie, teen Titans go to the movies yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. it spoofed the fact right. that Robin never got a movie. Yeah. And in that movie, yeah. they're like coming next summer, <laughs> Alfred, the movie. Yeah. And you're like, shit, <laughs> man, where's Robin? Alfred did get a TV show. He did. He, he did. did. Uh-huh. You know? worth. And Titans got a show with yeah. Dick Grayson. Yeah. I, guess, I guess. That so show is ahead of its time. <laughs> that show is absolutely ahead of its teen time. Teen Titans go to the, go. It's so wild, It's so man. funny. Yeah. What was your, what was your thought? So, Yes, normally I would agree with you about yeah. not having a Robin until like the second trilogy or yeah. whatever, right? Given how tight of a story Arcane was, how efficiently that story mm. was told, mm. we had essentially a movie yeah. do the first half, one, and right, then the second right. movie jumped in at a massive time jump. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. If we were to be able to tell a second a second story, like, I, I don't know if it would fit in the second movie of a trilogy. Yeah. We're having the third one be a huge time jump, but I didn't even expect an arcane in the second one either. So who knows? It might work. Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like a Robin could work if you have the right writers. Like, mm-hmm. I did not expect anything from arcane. And this just is based off of arcane because I'm still blown away by yeah. the amazing writing and the storytelling. I sure, think it's sure. absolutely possible. Yeah. I just think. It goes back to... Guys, before we continue on with the podcast, we have to give a huge shout-out to our sponsor, Manscaped. Did you know that one man every hour, every day, is diagnosed with testicular cancer? Scary. And Manscaped wanted us and everybody else to be just more aware about what that means and what you should be doing. So we want to take a second and talk about this, talk about men's health issues and why they're important to us. And as the resident old guy... (laughs) I recently had to go get my testicles checked. Yeah. yeah. I actually had a little bit of a scare. I had a little bit of a pain. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go get this checked out. And it cleared. Clear as a bell. But it's important to go to the doctor yes. when you feel stuff like totally. that. You, got, yeah. you, you can't just say, oh, it'll go away. Oh, it'll go. What if it doesn't go away? Yeah. <sighs> what if you can stop it before it even gets to that point? Exactly. Go get your balls checked, bro. Absolutely. And yeah. ladies, if your husband's whatever, if he's if he's telling you something, tell him to go get his balls checked. Absolutely. If the <sighs> urge if the urge to release is give him a hurting, <laughs> go get a check in. <laughs> Squeeze those little grapes. Listen. <laughs> If you have followed our channel for a while, you know that we are big fans of Manscaped and especially the Lawnmower 4.0, which is a fantastic <laughs> product. We have all used it. Yes. Uh, in addition to providing the right tools and solutions for safe and easy manscaping, Manscaped has partnered with the Testicular Cancer Society to spread awareness for men's health and early cancer detection. 
Together, TCS, Testicular Cancer Society, and Manscaped are committed to raising awareness for the most common form of cancer in men ages 15 to 35. Let me repeat those ages again. 15 to 35. That's the most common form of cancer is testicular cancer in men those ages. Mm -hmm. So they are helping. They are giving support for fighters, for survivors, and for families that have been impacted by testicular cancer so get yep. yourself checked out you don't have to wait until that discounted ihop you don't have to wait until that <laughs> senior citizen to the early, early bird special, bird special. you can start yeah. doing it now and be safe and talk to your bros about it and we should all be able to talk about that yeah Absolutely. exactly and the best thing about manscape products is that you can test yourself or do self-examinations while you're using the products yeah like i do with my personal favorite the ball deodorizer, which is great. <laughs> uh, and right now, for a limited time, you can get their brand new special edition TCS Lawn Mower 4.0. It's an electric waterproof trimmer. It's a special edition, and it's a collectible item. There are Ooh. only 10000 in existence. And Manscaped will be donating $50,000 to their longtime partner, the Testicular Cancer Society, to help those that are impacted by testicular cancer. Whoa. So make sure you grab yours before they run out, because once they're gone, they are gone. On. You ain't going to get one. And can, I, yeah, I, I hear they're fantastic. You can put them on display right next to your Funko Pops. Yes, right there. Exactly. Collectors. I'm going to, if I get one, we I'm right going to put it Boom. somewhere. Oh, we should put all three Boom. of them. We should put all three of them, baby. All three of those babies. If you guys want to purchase the brand new special edition TCS Lawnmower 4.0 to support the cause or for more info on how you can help perform simple routine self-checks at home, go to manscaped.com slash TCS. If you want to help support their mission to shave balls to save balls, learn more by visiting manscaped.com slash TCS or donate at testiculaircancersociety.org. As always, you can use the promo code HEROESREFORGED for 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com. Join the Manscaped movement and don't forget to take care of your pair. Having the right people behind the wheel, yeah. Yeah. which goes to the topic that we were going to circle around to begin which with. Is. We circle jerked around it long enough. <laughs> which is the whole restructuring of WB Pictures and DC and DC everything. And everything. Yeah. yeah. So um, this is the this yeah. is the big news. Uh, it's been about a week. Yeah. But, uh, you know, th th but the conversations about this thing have been happening for a long time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Discovery is now going to be taking on the ownership of Warner Brothers. Uh, that includes Warner Brothers Pictures, DC Entertainment, all the subsidiaries, HBO Max, like all that kind of stuff. And so they've they've started having light conversations about like, what are they going to do moving forward? Yeah. You know, because Discovery has its own streaming platform. Warner Brothers has its own stream platform. Mm -hmm. They've talked about like, do we consolidate? Da 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 da. Mm -hmm. um, there's actually been like the ones, the one like, um, I guess positive so far. No one, no employees have been announced to be like laid off, off or anything. Oh, that's good because uh, they did send out. They sent out some memo, and I guess, and they said, "Give us time. We're trying to figure it out." The interview was basically like, if we need more engineers, and Warner Brothers already has them. Why would we fire people and then hire new people? Let's right. just put them together. Oh, together. I see. So there's I a see. lot of those conversations okay, of like not good. necessarily consolidating, but merging yeah, stuff together. It's, it's usually scary when a corporate email goes out I mean, that says, give us time. Yeah. To me, that usually means like, we got to oh, figure we're, out where, where we're going to throw you. Yeah, we're we're going to figure out when yeah. we're going to yeah. announce yeah. these layoffs. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah. We'll, we'll see. And you know, like <laughs> we, we've talked about the corporate mergers quite a bit, especially with the Fox Disney thing. We talked about it a lot. And it's unfortunate when all those things do occur because yeah. it is yes. inevitable that things will consolidate um, but it's going to be interesting to see what they do but they have talked about how they want to in some ways restructure or sort of like rework 
DC Entertainment. Yeah. And a big part of it is like the thing that surprised me the most that was like in the article on Variety was like Superman is something that they really want to focus on, kind of prioritize and figure out what they want to do with it. Yeah. As a Superman fan, I'm excited about that. Yeah. But like you're saying, who are the people that are going right. to be behind exactly. it? Exactly. <laughs> we need the right whoever is doing Superman and Lois just jump uh, on just take over the Berlantes yeah. just take the over yeah. take over bro yeah I saw people talk about that too yeah to take the Greg Berlanti yeah. position and kind of promote him you know elevate him or whatever yeah. and I'm curious about that too because I feel like that's kind of a different it's just like no you're right you're right it's, it is it is very yeah. different and I think yeah honestly I don't watch any of the Berlanti verse yeah Except for Superman and those. Sure. Because but, I feel like it's the greatest example. We've seen episodes of Flash. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. We've seen yeah. we've seen everything. It's yeah. not all of it is my cup of tea. Right. And that's no diss on anybody in that yeah. production company at all. Right. But I feel like there's a shining example of what those shows shows could be, and it's Superman and Lois. Yeah. I feel like they showed that a Superman that is that tone can work. Right. And it can be elevated. That's not the best Superman we've ever seen. That is still to come. They just have yeah. to get the right people to be you, there. You know, and those yeah. right people are us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else is key is, is that when you look at those TV shows, they feel like they have writers and producers who are like pretty aware of DC comics yep. yeah. and they feel like they know what to keep building on what came before yeah. meaning mm -hmm. meaning they have the arrow show then they have a flash show yep. which would not have been my first two shows that i would right. have greenlit but whatever that's those those are the shows we got i normally feel like it's green lantern and flash mm -hmm. not green arrow and flash but all of a sudden they became buddy buddy right and then in their first season of the flash i think they did the crossover episode mm -hmm. yeah we, you know arrow had a that cameo was a yes. it was a big deal and then the year after that they keep sort of one up elevating the crossovers <laughs> mm -hmm. right that's the word of the day is elevating and they yeah. keep taking and then they, they at one point they did a crossover they're like here's the one where they cross over with the earth that's still ruled by nazis earth, yeah. X, yeah. earth x and then the one after that or maybe two years after that was finally crisis on infinite earths mm -hmm. they full-on did it with as many characters as they could even though they didn't have within that universe a Batman, a Superman, a blah, 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 blah. They still worked with what they got and they still. Well, they had Tyler Hecklin. Absolutely. Yeah. And he was in it, right? Yeah. He was, he was. And Brandon Ralph. I guess they didn't have a Batman, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. Cause the Kevin yeah. Conroy version was like a multiverse version. That's right. Yeah. But yeah. the point, exactly. The point is, is even when they don't have something, they found a way to like, yeah. okay, but we're going to bring in yeah. Kevin Conroy mm -hmm. to do live action Bruce Wayne. So Batman. good. So I think that that approach of like, it at least feels like they're looking at, like, for example, if you look at the Flash show, each season has kind of a different big bad yeah. and it feels like it kind of makes sense to like, yeah, that would be the season one villain. And then here's the season two that makes sense. And they're bringing in earth two in season yeah. two and then here's season three. And when you look at it like that, the kind of bigger picture, it, it all kind of feels like it is going in the right or it feels like it is people who are kind of studying the comics yeah, and knowing right. what, what the sort picking. of order of operations is in the comics mm -hmm. and then trying to do as much of that as possible. Yeah. That's, I think, something that, that we can say is missing from their DC superhero movies yeah. and from the DCEU. But I don't want to just say, like, you know, make a movie just to make a movie and then just to get, from, you know, well, from yeah, point A to I point mean, B. Absolutely. Like, well, so I'm, I think there's a balance between that. Yeah, so, yeah. I, and, and I feel like Marvel either got extremely lucky or whatever circumstances led them to be where they are is that, right? Yeah. I think DC and Warner Brothers are in a completely different place yeah. where they don't want to 
play catch up or go by another person's mold, which is probably what I would think as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know what? I don't necessarily have to follow anybody's mold in order to do what we, what, what I want to do. The only issue is that <laughs> it's all based on comic book lore that kind yeah. of has to follow that format. Right. Right. So right. it's going to look like you're copying somebody to begin with. Yep. But at the same time, there's nothing stopping somebody from just going for it and showing why their characters are different, mm-hmm. how their world are absolutely different, how these these characters have to be absolutely strong in their persona- personality and like visual language on screen in order to communicate that they are different. I, I don't know if there's confusion or if there's like clashing ideas mm-hmm. in Warner Brothers where like anything we do is going to look like Marvel because it's all superheroes kind of right. look alike. Right? right. Yeah. But the track record shows that like Batman can continuously perform like, yeah, yeah. Batman can continue and do as well as any Marvel movie. Yeah. And so like whatever attention or care that you're giving to Batman, spread the love, baby. Yes. Spread the love. Give it to booster. Yeah. Give it to blue beetle. Yeah. Give us another Wonder Woman. Yeah. Give us a, a good Superman, like a Superman that is like Tyler Hecklin's Superman. That, Superman that, that will make me screen. cry when I walk out a of anger. Superman that I see him save a cat from a tree. Yeah. Save a kid from falling off a building who yeah. is, you know, who wants to unalive himself. Yes. And then like, just be the all around person who we should all strive to be. Yeah, yep. That's it. And, and, and that's the, the blueprint is there. We just yeah. need the people who want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, that, I, that's the tricky thing for me is that like, who question, are we going to find? Question for you. Should Warner Brothers Discovery, ugh, <laughs> the worst, that's the worst. Warner Discovery. Also that uh, Variety article, what's the first thing that they say right here? Watch, <laughs> scroll up. Like at the end of the first paragraph, they say a thing here that it makes me want to puke. It's so weird. This right here. David Zoslav, the CEO of the combined companies and top leadership have been toying with the idea of turning DC into its own solidified content vertical. Stop. That's what the fuck is it? I hate what, that. A content vertical? I hate, see, that's CEOs. What is that? They're talking about synergy. They're talking about yeah. all of the sort of buzzwords of like being a CEO and making <sighs> these big moves, but it just sucks all the creativity right out of the do you see what I'm saying? Content when it, vertical. When they're yeah. like, if we could somehow make Superman a, a its content own, synergistic vertical. I'm like, <laughs> I, I, that makes me want to go quit your job. Stop. <laughs> I have no faith that any of this will be right. good. Exactly. And this is going to make like, you feel real good. One insider suggested that Zazlev was less interested in finding a creative guru yeah. and more eager to hire someone who had the type of business background needed keep all the different factions oh of dc working more harmoniously 30 second to 30 second to <laughs> time out time out here's time the out. thing here's last, the thing last for the lakers let's go here's the thing it, it, it's funny because dc comics has always been a business yeah. and it is technically run by business people yeah. that's part of the thing but if you're trying to bring in outside to the world of comic books specifically dc comics outsiders coming in and they're like well i had success as a ceo of this fortune 500 blah, 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 blah. i'm gonna like you're gonna fail because you need to find people who give a shit about Hawkman. Yeah. Not somebody who's like, oh, Not that's my ex CEO yeah. of Nature Valley Granola oh, Bars. That's my job. That's my job. Well, <laughs> I think we're eating one of those motherfuckers that crumble the moment you bite into them. And uh, your movie's had, about to crumble exactly. like your cookies. Nature Valley had a profit margin of over 20 points in every fourth quarter and for have the holiday you season. And our dusty ass bars. And that's why I'm the perfect person to creatively <laughs> be in charge of Plastic Man. No. Not at all. Uh, I don't know. Who get your wrote, dusty balls and bars I, out of here. I don't know who wrote up this variety article, uh-huh. but my number one thing would be like Warner Brothers Somebody Discovery. Please, who did it? Brent Lang and Matt Donnelly. Brent and Matt. 
if you guys are you know hearing the dictation from uh-huh. from the these sources, my note is not to Brett and Matt, but it is to yeah. Warner Brothers Discovery. It's PR. Yes. Yeah. For the love of God, right? What are you put doing? Put together a PR firm mm-hmm. that puts things like this out that says, you know what we're really, really excited about? A Teen Titans movie. Right. Yeah. Don't give me the vertical yeah, content, I, Fortune 500. Synergistic vertical. Barf, dude. Barf stuff. Barf. That, and that to me is, is, is always going to be a, a, a really big, because again, we. Who is this article for? But is it like for investors? Is that, that probably, what it that's is? What I was about probably. To say. Yeah. That's what I was about Keep to say. Keep that shit yeah. behind closed doors. Yeah, I don't need to read that. How investors call about that? Yeah. And again, yeah. I think that, that all of this just showcases how smart somebody like Kevin Feige is and how well he trained right. Marvel Parliament to right. answer these types of questions. It's yeah. not, well, yeah, we're thinking about this content vertical for the Guardians of the Galaxy. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, we're really excited to introduce the world to the Guardians of the Galaxy. They're going to understand who yep. Peter Quill is and Star-Lord yep. and what it meant to be abducted into the, into the, into the infinite universe. And yeah. blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. But even this though, is like, we're going to, we want to look at DC as a content vertical. I'm like, what does that tell me about the characters? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. But again, if this article isn't for us, part of the PR is like, then why is this the only thing we're hearing? Yeah, why is this all this of it? It shouldn't be out. It yeah. shouldn't be on Variety. Yeah. It's like folks over at Marvel, even though the reality is they film in Atlanta because of tax breaks. Right. I've never heard Kevin Feige, Tori Alonzo, Nate Moore, any of the producers talk about <laughs> Atlanta and Georgia having tax, tax breaks. breaks. Yeah. None. Yeah. Yeah. Never have I heard them say that. And I worry that somebody at Warner Brothers Discovery is going to be like, good news, everybody. We're going to film everything in Vancouver because of tax breaks. Yeah. And the internet's excited. And the internet's going to be like, who cares? Who cares? <laughs> when are we getting a Birds of Prey sequel? Our newest content vertical. Yes. Atlanta. Oh. The, Guess the, what? The news you've been waiting for. You're bringing back Henry Cavill? No. We found a place to film <laughs> for the, the tax solitude in Alaska. Five yeah. zero zero less APR. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We switched to Geico, baby. No, but it's, it's so true. And like, yeah, it's, it's so true though. It's so freaking true. And it's so upsetting because yeah. yes, I would much rather be excited. I mean, okay. I yeah. will say there are little bits of this article that did make me a little bit more excited. Right. But at the same time, I'm like, but you're not really giving us anything. Like it literally says in this article, Discovery Insiders believe that although DC has achieved cinematic success with recent films as Aquaman and the Batman, yep. it lacks a coherent character such as Superman who have been left to languish and need to be revitalized. Mm-hmm. Yep. They also believe that projects like Todd Phillips' Joker are a shining example of how second build characters from the DC library can and should be exploited. Sure. So I'm like, I'm but into then that. It also has. It also says Discovery has a credit score of 770. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you should be looking for DC here's investors a, immediately. Not great. Here's a question I have. Here's a question I have for both of you. This is a question yeah. I wanted to ask. Oh my god. Should Warner Brothers Discovery in this plan abandon the DC extended universe or lean into it, but then just try to redirect? course correct and fix things within that franchise Brother, it's already been abandoned dude i don't know man it's, it's already been i abandoned. guess i should ask this question again after the flash yeah yes, i was about to exactly. say i I, I, I feel like that is such a hard question to answer when we yeah. don't know what the flash movie is going to do for yeah. this universe because yeah. there's a part of me that wants to say like i think there is still a way that you can kind of work know. within the boundaries of it but i think the sacrifice you make is like you just don't have batman and superman and like right. that to me is an incomplete DC universe. And I, I don't if you think don't have Batman and Superman, then like, fuck off. And I don't think you can have it live in a bubble in which Ezra Miller is such a problematic actor at this yeah. point. Sure, sure, sure. Dude's going in and out of jail. Dude is harassing people on the streets. Like, yeah. you want your star, your, one of your temple, your temple that, that's justice gonna be such members. That's going to be such an awkward junket. 
It's, oh, yeah. I don't think they're even going to have one, honestly. They like, want, what are they going to ask him? The focus on Michael Keaton. Here's what they're going to do. Um, is yeah, they're gonna they're gonna bring out Michael Keaton. They're gonna bring out uh, the actress who plays Supergirl. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna bring out Andy Muschietti, um, his the director partner Barbara, and they might pull out. They might reveal and pull out another um, cameo. Yeah. If there's another like if if Wayne yeah. the Rock Johnson is in it Shazam? as Black yeah. Adam or, or Shazam Black is Adam, in sorry. it or whatever. Yeah. Then they might be like, oh, put that in a trailer. Put them on the press tour. <clears throat> yeah. Because yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do but, with. Uh, other, that. I mean, th- so that's Wait, the thing. Even that's, that's yeah. putting lipstick on a pig, dude. Yeah. This, this, <laughs> this, yeah. this series, this friend, this potentially tentpole flashpoint is such an important point in the DC universe. Yeah. And everything yeah. that happens in DC and your main character is not a great person. Your main character yeah. is in jail. Your main character is catching cases left and right. Yeah. Like yeah. that's not good PR for anybody and you can't escape it. Yeah. Even if you have all the best actors in those junkets. It's a thing about how that version of Barry Allen, I feel like, I don't know if they've earned that spot in a way. So for well, example, allegedly, by the way, for example, yeah, <laughs> yeah. for legal purposes, for, legal for purposes. example, Spider-Man, No Way Home, Tom Holland at the center right. of that. I feel like right. Tom had earned his third Spider-Man movie yes. plus yes. Avengers, you know, exactly. appearances right. and all right. that stuff. And then you get to some big multiversal shenanigans with some great cameos of other Spider-Mans. And it really felt like it was not. One pulling the weight of the other two. It was right. like, ah, team, team, all team, three of them exactly. there. How wonderful, right. how great. And this flash has Barry Allen, maybe like multiple Barry Allens, yeah, but right. also Michael Keaton, Batman, and maybe Ben Affleck, Batman, Ben Affleck, Batman's for sure, it, for sure. Yeah. And Supergirl. I, it's all just too early to say, because we haven't seen it. We haven't seen a trailer. We haven't right. seen the right. movie. Who knows? Maybe they'll be able to like pull it off, but it still goes back to like, is it too early to do flash point the storyline in the flash movie where here's the other movies that have or haven't happened in the DC extended universe? If they keep it, how should it be fixed and addressed if at yeah. all? And if they don't keep it, what should they do in its place? I mean, to answer the, the, if they keep not it, even how the, do they not fix even the it? first question, the, the pre first question. Yeah. I think it's way too early for flashpoint. Okay. You know, yeah, like I, agree. I, I, I yeah. think, I think like you're, 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 it's not even a flash origin story because we, technically already saw him in justice league but like it's such a weird it's so yeah. weird to go out the gate with a flash the very 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 first cinematic flash so, film solo, right, yeah. is flashpoint i'm like yeah. that happened so far later in the comic right books. without establishing right. a proper flash that we know and love yeah and, and for that context too technically flashpoint is the last story in the dc universe i mean yeah. technically yes and then it reboots into an entirely new <laughs> yeah. thing so like you just answered your own question hector you just answered your own question. Know. Should they keep but, it or should they keep well, on that's with the Flashpoint? Too, is like, They're going to do both. Well, that's the thing too, because like Maybe. Michael Keaton is in this movie and then Michael yeah. Keaton will show up uh, this year in Batgirl, which, which he's going to show up in first before the Flash movie. And I'm like, which how I, are you explaining Which this? I think I hate that. Yeah. I think I hate it as almost as much as I hate Michael Keaton showing up in Morbius, which was, which you guys didn't see. Nope. You guys got to avoid I've, that I've little. I've read and listened to all the reviews, so there's nothing that's going to no. catch me by surprise but, with but anything. That is like, wow, you guys are really cramming him in there. Yeah. And I'm sure filmed the movie not knowing what universe this was in. Right. Because, you you know, that's well, not he, a priority. He shot, he shot primary stuff of and course, then they redid all of it. Of course, of course. They redid it because yeah. a studio over here is establishing the rules of this world yeah. and this studio has to like catch up. Yeah. And now that's why I'm going, then don't even bother. Yeah. yeah. Because if you yeah. have to like wait until their movie comes out, they're not even communicating yeah. Yeah. with you. 
Yeah. What are anyway, you doing? Yeah, I know. Warner I, Brothers I think, Discovery. I think Morbius is going to be a wake-up call because at the end of the day, money talks. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Venom made a shit ton of money. Right. Venom and I think two, not yeah. so much. Whatever yeah, I don't they know. Might yeah. not, I think it still made good money. Right. No, I don't yeah. think it made as much but as the first all one. All the hype. Curious. And yeah. I think, I think the drop-off for Morbius Weekend 2 yeah. oh my God. was yeah. massive. Yeah. That's yeah. really the only way you're going to get them to pay attention. Because yeah. at the end of the day, if people paid for Carnage 2, they, they wanted to see a Carnage 2, yeah. right? If they, if right, they right, were right, excited, right. that's what's going to happen. Yeah. And this is, I don't know if this is the first time within the Spider, the Sony Spider-Verse, where it's such a massive drop-off. Because yeah. I don't know the numbers of the Amazing Spider-Man or Spider-Man sure, 3 sure, or anything sure. like right. that. But, By the way, Spider-Man 3, I think, was the highest grossing yeah. Spider-Man movie. Maybe still to this day. Wow. Maybe. Spider-Man 3 in 2007. Well, not more than No Way Home. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah, No Way no Home is like one of the biggest movies <laughs> yeah. ever. Tight. All right. <laughs> well, but Venom <Vietnam, laughs> Out Carnage made $502 million. So that's, okay. still, that's still quite a I bit. I mean, that's, yeah. still, that's Venom, still quite a bit. It's two, I think it's like $200 million less than Venom, the first one. So that, wow. was, that was coming off the heat of Venom 1, though. Yeah. Yeah, 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 what I'm yeah. saying is that, like, this is a new character. Yeah. I was, I'm thinking that they were hoping that, yeah. Morbius, that Morbius would be the Venom 1. $146 million since it's opened worldwide. Worldwide. That's wow. brutal. But, but what Worldwide. was its budget? What was its budget? <clears throat> the budget? I'll yeah, tell does you. It say? Morbius is going to hit them in their pocketbooks. Yes. And they have to. <clears throat> then the plans will change. Do you think that's going to change? Do you think that'll make them reassess Craven the Hunter at all? I think it's going to make them examine why they're in the movie industry to begin yeah. with. <laughs> like, so, okay. So they, it just needs to, they really need to find a guru. Yeah. And every, I think every movie company needs to find a guru yeah. of whatever you're doing. Like, yeah, if it's Guillermo del Toro or if it's like somebody who yeah. like is very passionate about something, this goes kind of back to your discussion about yeah. the synergistic vertical, content vertical, content vertical yeah. that doesn't match with yeah. the love and the passion and the storytelling and the creative heart that people have. Yeah. Like when you, when you have somebody like Guillermo or somebody some like Gendy or just somebody who really loves stuff with a passion. Yeah. It's going to come across in the storytelling. Like yeah. it's going to come yeah. across in the content. Yeah. And that doesn't always vibe with rich yeah. dudes, pocketbooks. And it'll never vibe with rich dudes, pocketbooks. Right. Because at the end of the day, the rich dude is paying and he's going to look at the content and he goes, ah, I don't like this. I need a silly side character that makes right. uh, the demographic from five to 13 laugh. Yeah. Just like that doesn't vibe with what creative people do. There was actually a really good tweet from a couple of writers. Um, I forget I forget exactly who the writers were, but they wrote they wrote some script and it went really, really well. Oh, it was some Viking script. Mm -hmm. And they were talking about because it was in relation to the Northmen. It was a Viking script that they wrote. They got it to Disney. Disney was all in on it. They were super interested in it in the in the pitch. They sold the pitch. They went off to write write the script first script read through every it was like everything was going really well really well they're like great we're gonna get our movie made the first read through the executive was like they had one script change and that one script change derailed the whole thing mickey mouse needed to show up wow. in armor wow. and they brought in new writers the yeah. new writers the rewrite sure. with the new writers didn't vibe with what sure. the concept was ba -da -ba -da -ba. long story short the project fell apart right. and it's like right it literally takes one yeah. Exactly. One thing where your whole project to fall apart. I, I also want to say too, like, I have no idea. I'd like to think I understand. I have no idea how difficult it is to 
make a movie. Yeah. I, I feel so bad when when people spend years of their lives. You kind of know what it takes to make a little bit. Matt but I spent five years making yeah. the Batman. Five years. Yeah. And the thing comes out and people can watch it in one sitting, two hours. Right. And that's yeah. the art. Right. And I feel bad when it's not great. And people are like, yeah, that movie wasn't great. Like when, you know, there's so many, you just mentioned one little tiny thing. Yeah. And so many different dominoes can fall and it can either work or not work. Marvel Studios honestly has had a combination of knowing their material, but also just getting lucky, putting out these movies in the right place at the right time. Not Mm -hmm. until Eternals did they have a rotten movie on the rotten Mm -hmm. tomato meter or whatever. And out of the gate with the DC Extended Universe, Man of Steel was rotten. Like it was not, they were in a really, really. Is Man of Steel rotten? Yeah. Oh, wow. uh, Double check. Double check. What is I it? Think, like 50, I, I, 56% I think, something like I think that? Man of 62%? Steel, I think Man of Steel is like what is right it? on the What's border. What's on Rotten Tomatoes? Let's check. I'm going to say 62%. Just with some weight music, Hector. Okay. You got it. <laughs> oh, it's 56. Yeah. 50, that's rotten. Oh, wow. That's Sorry, a man. Good sound. You found a Didn't good make sound. 60. Damn. Um, it's weird, right? Because yeah. it's like, I could see that being that, but I could also, anyway. The I thought point it was is, in like the 70s. <laughs> that's what in happens. In your heart. In your heart, yeah. it's in the 70s. The point is, is, um, I'm not even thinking about Warner Brothers Discovery merging with the Warner Brothers studio and people who know how to make movies because I'm like, y'all know how to make movies. I'm not challenging that. Only thing I'm talking about is I'm like, I don't know if they know DC Comics because also DC Comics is kind of tough to know. It's tough to wrap your head around it. They moved DC Comics from New York to be been there since it was established to Burbank Mm -hmm. just so they could be closer in the, you know, similar enough so that they could take meetings and try to, you yeah. know, figure out these characters yeah. and stuff, this valuable IP. I'm about to pitch myself to some Warner Brothers Discovery executives, mm-hmm. not as a writer, not as a producer, but I will put together a PowerPoint presentation that just explains Green Lantern. <laughs> Dude, I literally went into our Discord when this was announced and yeah. I was like, so when are we taking over? Yeah. It's just like, yep. I, like I would happily via Zoom talk to, if anybody's watching right now, hit me up. Seriously, slide into my DMs to explain to you the, 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 um, the, 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 who cares importance of plastic man? Mm. I'll do that stuff. It's not easy. And I will compare Marvel and DC comic book universes. I think Marvel is much more easy to understand. Mm-hmm. And that's because DC has a lot of convoluted, crunchy continuity and mm-hmm. canon. They've rebooted themselves multiple times. They have a lot of out there concepts that I think are yeah. more out there than Marvel. Yeah. So many of these things, of course, there are exceptions to the rule. Please don't be in the comments and be like, what about this? What about Marvel this? What about Marvel this? Right. Yes, you're right. right. Sure. That example is correct. Marvel in all of the 90s. Yeah. But when I say something like, here are the Avengers, here's the X-Men, here's the Fantastic Four, Mm -hmm. here's Daredevil, here's Spider-Man, here's Hulk. We can all pretty easily wrap our heads around those concepts. But if I say, here is the Doom Patrol, it's already like, that's trickier than Mm X-Men. X-Men is an easier elevator pitch. Yeah. If I go, here is the Teen Titans. That's that's more involved than what's like the young. You have to like give them context yes. of like where did those yep. Teen Titans yep. come from? They don't exactly. just together like randomly. Mutation. In, in the yeah. 80s, the Teen Titans and the X-Men were the comics that were kind of selling against one another. And again, X-Men as a concept is, I think, a little bit easier to as opposed to like, OK, so Aquaman, Wonder Woman, uh, Green Arrow and Batman all had kid sidekicks. Yeah. And already it's like. You want to go there? Is that yeah. is that word? And, and it evolves into this. Where do we and establish this and those? Cyborg, yeah. Starfire. You know, it, it's it becomes that. When I say Green Lantern and the color spectrum, right? <laughs> oh God, it's already okay. Like, so, wait, does that include black and white? So death is a color. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And then I go right. Flash. Okay, fastest man alive. Got it. And the Speed Force. I'm sorry. What is the that? What? The who? Uh-huh. The what? 
The all-encompassing speed force. Because over here, Quicksilver is just fast. Yeah. Yes, but Flash is faster because he can access the speed force. Exactly. And I go, what is the speed force? Okay, so it's this whole, you know, the, the multiverse over here in DC is very important. In a lot right. of ways, bigger than in, it is in Marvel. Yes. It's only that Marvel has just now gotten to, mm-hmm. the Spider-Verse was a huge multiverse storyline yeah. that really blew that up. And then the animated movie made it more mainstream. And now you have What If, which they smartly have been um, leaning into and embracing. And Marvel Comics has always had what if, but over here at DC, it's like they were the first ones to establish like yeah. Earth One, Earth Two, yeah. And Jay Garrick meeting Barry They're Allen, all, and yeah. then all the different, you know, oh, here's Earth S, which is where the Shazam family lives, and then Crisis was all of it together, yeah. And already it's like that's so much. Mm-hmm. I thought these people knew Batman, yeah. I get Batman, yes, you get Batman, but he also is friends with um, Martian Manhunter, mm-hmm. Oof. John Jones, <laughs> Oof. Yeah. you know, this is yeah. this is a lot. Mars had aliens, yeah. a lot oh, to boy. get to, so. And not even not even counting the fact that like well then there's the new fifty two reboot which yeah, is still kind right. of in continuity but then they sort of merge with everything that came before right. and DC Comics like goes hard and they make comic books for comic book readers mm-hmm. and so does Marvel but for the past twenty years since like two thousand they've also made comics for like general audience general audiences mm-hmm. like they've they've made comics that feel cinematic they've yeah. made comics that I think are wacky and fun but they still feel like they're almost movie pitches yeah you know where they go okay. We're kind of restructuring Captain Marvel, and this is what Carol Danvers is all about. Got right, it. Right. Got it. Um, we got to clean up her, uh, her conf- kind of confusing backstory yeah. a little bit. And, and Streamline. She's half Cree. Okay, great. Got it. And it also goes backwards. X-Men, the animated series, influenced com- Marvel Comics after the series was over. Yeah. And they created comics after That's that were true. based off the animated series. Yeah, but it was its own thing. But it, it was its own thing, yeah. right? So yeah. like it's uh, I I feel like it and it sucks to say that DC has to do has to catch up. Yeah. Because they really don't because yeah. they are like they're the originators in a lot of ways. They are they yeah, they're definitely the originators uh and they are making like you said Hector comic comics for comic book readers. Mm-hmm. Whether that translates well into a cinema series I think it's just it just takes the right person to translate that. Over. I think you're right. And finding right. a director who is passionate about it, but also having it doesn't even have to be a Kevin Feige because we know Kevin Feige doesn't do everything on his own. Yeah. Right? I'm sure he has a tight circle Mar- of people. Marvel Parliament. Mm-hmm. Just just call him. What's what's a big uh, a big Illuminati like group in DC? <laughs> um, mm. Oh, that's there, a good question. Is there a big, is there isn't like, I guess Some it's just sort the of, Justice League. Yeah. I guess it's just, yeah. it could be just a Justice League of, of comic book creators that include us three and whoever else <laughs> wants to, to job. jump, whoever wants to jump in on our dope yeah. crew. Yeah. Um, it just, it, it just requires that kind of dedication, but it also requires some leeway from the producers and investors and everything like that, that like, mm-hmm. Hey, trust us. Mm-hmm. We know what these characters need. We kind of talk about it every single week for how many years have we been doing this? Oh my God. Eight years. 87 years. Yeah. yeah. Um, so like, I don't know, man. I, I, I think the, the question is just a little too big to kind of wrap our heads around at this yeah. point um, because it could go in so many different directions. Yeah. yeah. And, and. Because I feel like your question is 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 kind of tough to answer about like do you reboot the universe right? Because yeah. then tough, like yeah. what are, what are the what are the what are the DCEU properties that are established and are still like working out pretty well? Aquaman well, is doing well, right? Wonder Woman, even though 80, 1984 was like not as good as the first one, yeah. I still think that there's a lot of room for it to grow. So Aquaman, yeah. Wonder Woman, 
Shazam yeah. are, are good. Yeah. Uh, Peacemaker just had a show. We're going to go Great. back to that well of the Suicide Squad yeah. with another show. Yeah. So Suicide Squad, good. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. like in a good spot. Margot Robbie is Harley Quinn. Great. It's another highlight of that yeah. whole yep. franchise. Yeah. I don't know when her next movie's going to be. Right. Does she have a movie lined up as Harley Quinn? I don't Quinn? know. Yeah. I don't think Are so. we getting a Birds of Prey sequel? Right. Are we getting a Harley Quinn movie? Let's get a Jesse Smollett movie. Let's get a Jesse Smollett. Oh. Uh, we're, uh, I think they talked about giving her a series. I don't know if it's happening yeah. for sure, but Journey yeah. Smollett. Journey, oh, yeah, Smollett. Journey Smollett. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Let's get uh, Journey Smollett a show yeah. or movie. There's a bunch of stuff that's up in the air. There's a bunch of plates spinning. And then, yeah. not to mention, technically within that world, Batman is established. Right. But Two of them. There's one. Matt Reeves of Batman is going to be absorbed, no? I mean, <laughs> no. 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 I, I don't no. I don't think so. I think, Matt, I, I think Matt Reeves will walk if that happens. I, I don't think, know. I think what if it a, does? I think it's, it's. Um, I don't see it happening, but then I again, either. I didn't think that Michael Keaton was going to be Batman absorbed, hey, and now he's happening. I don't yeah. want to burst your bubble at him, but it's going to happen. You know, I, I'm but, just kidding. No, but, no, I just want to see you No, panic. but I think it is like a really interesting <laughs> conversation because yeah, like- yeah. I genuinely believe that if they tell Matt Reeves, we're integrating your Batman into a shared universe, he might say, no, Peace, sure, I'm out. But then yeah. somebody else will step in. Yeah. yeah. Because right. he's but the then, director. Like, he's not the star. I know. Right? But then, yeah. but then like, if you're Robert Pattinson, what do you do? Sure. Right. Do you also walk? And you're like, yeah. no, nah, I want to revoke my, like, I want to get out of my contract. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that's the other tricky part of it too, yeah. is yeah. that we've had some really great actors play this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People are tied. And as much Colin as Farrell's about to do the penguin, right, like, there's exactly. so much going like, on. People love Jason Momoa. People so love Gal Gadot. What about this? What about this though? Because the exact problem you're describing, here's maybe one solution. Look at what James Bond did in the nineties. Yeah. when it was Pierce Brosnan who played M. Judy Dench. Judy Dench. Yeah. When they rebooted it and it was Daniel Craig, who played M? Dame Judy Dench. Judy Dench. Dame Judy Dench. They brought her over. Yeah. Do you think that a sequel to The Batman could have Gal Gadot playing a new version of Wonder Woman, but it's the same actor? It's a new reality, but it's still her. And would that work? Or would, yeah. do you think audiences would be like, yay? Or do you think nerds like us would be like, this doesn't make any sense? What is, what is the... No, do you I mean, see what I'm that's saying? That's very fair. But yeah. then... But then very fair, yeah. But then I then but then my immediate question is like, well, then what are we doing with Michael Keaton? Right, 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 right. Because, now I'm, because, now I'm now because, I think it because, opens a can of worms. Yeah. Because yeah, then you, if you cut to, for example, the Batgirl movie, right, with Michael Keaton Batman, yeah. you could also it's, Simmons, you're so, like, it's supposed to be in that reality. You mm. could also have Gal Gadot step in that, right. So I'm just saying of reusing actors that are already like successfully in the roles yeah. is one option without clearly dis, like saying. Flashpoint has rebooted the reality. Right. You know, that they're just going to, like, again, even J.K. Yeah. Simmons playing J. Yeah. Jonah Jameson right. in the old movies and, and in, in the, the new, new one. Yeah. He's different Jonas. Mm-hmm. One has hair, one doesn't. Yeah. But it's the same actor. And I think all audiences were like, great. Cool. We don't care. Yeah. Not a problem. Yeah. And I wonder, exactly. I wonder if part of that is because also we haven't seen him play that character in a while. In like 17 but for, years. But for it to be, yeah, it might be weird if it was like, like Momoa Pattinson just showed and Gal Gadot up. are like, yeah. Are, are at the Weird. same time making movies and we just had Jason Momoa and Peacemaker and I, I, I don't know. Ooh, and it's also it's, weird. I just want to point this out. Maybe we don't want to take this job. Vomit. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take I'll the job. I'll do it. I'll, I'll seriously. I'll the whole fucking thing. I'll seriously drop. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll go. I'll seriously I will burn drop. 
everything in my yeah. life to go yeah. through this job. I will you burn your entire roadmap and start on you. Um, I was going to say, just, you're going to learn you, to Adam. love fucking whiteboards. Let me yeah. tell you. It's also weird. Google to, Jam boards, baby. Right, baby. It's also weird to we think should about do that as a video to, to like visually think about Robert Pattinson, who's a great actor, but yeah. he looks younger. Yeah. yeah. And in my mind, I'm like, to me, Batman always looks like he's one of the older, more veteran, more established yeah. characters. Right. On the Justice League. Like, right. it's weird for me to think of Robert Christian Pattinson. Bale was younger when he played Batman and Batman Begins. But he looks, Pattinson, but he feels but he older. older. Yeah, he or looks, feels older, yeah. He just feels, he's just got those daddy vibes, yeah. dude. Yeah. That's and what Robert Christian Pattinson, Bale brings. He Robert still right looks now, 24, 25. Robert has yeah. those, I'm in my 20s vibes. Oh, yeah. And, like and he's, he's never he's, not going to look that way, he's though. He's going yeah. through it, yeah. yeah. Okay, final thing I want to bring up. Yeah. <laughs> if we get this job, and if... You mean when we get this job. And Warner Brothers Discovery goes, no, 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 we want to do a clean break. Yeah. Don't worry about Matt Reeves to Batman. Yeah. Maybe they'll do a sequel and TV shows. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about the DCEU. We're going to do an Aquaman 2, maybe mm. a 3. We'll, we'll maybe do a Shazam fights Black Adam. That'll fizzle out. Maybe yeah, fizzle <laughs> out. Honestly, Wonder Woman 3, we're still going to do it with Gal Gadot and mm, then it'll fizzle cool. out. 1994. 1994. <laughs> yeah. 2004. Yeah. But then they come to us and they go, what is the plan for DC Universe on film? What yeah. is it? Starts off with the bright, shining sun that he needs to be. Superman. <laughs> Superman. Okay. Superman needs to come in with that Iron Man 1 heat. Mm. You know how Iron I, Man mm. 1 still gives me goosebumps yeah. like when he starts flying. You know how I, like I would there. do a, You know how I do a first Superman movie? Honestly, mm. I would treat him like the Max Fleischer Superman. Exactly. I would, yeah. I would limit his power set. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the more he uses the power. Because you got to yes. remember, when he is first Superman, that is the first time he fully uses that power set. Right. Yeah. Throughout the rest of his like it's young like, adult life. It's like working out. He's he's kind of using it on the farm mm-hmm. and you know, da da da. Little saves here and there. But like it's not really till he becomes the fully fledged Superman that he's really using that power set. Right. So I would limit it. I like when he gets hit by big objects, push him back. Let him feel some mm-hmm. res- like I want to mm-hmm. feel the resistance. I want that character to like build up. And at the same time, while he's building up his power set, he's building up his public trust. And I think that is yes. so important for Superman but to really also, win yeah. over the people. Also yeah. learning the responsibility of, of yeah. what it takes to be that kind of yes. person. Yeah. Like give him, give him a point in the movie where he has to make a choice. Yeah. I could take this fool out, make my life easier, mm. or I could leave him up to the system and let that do his yeah. job because mm-hmm. I am not justice. I am here right. to help people. Look, right. What's one of the greatest Superman moments ever in, in justice league? When he's fighting Darkseid, yeah, and he talks about I've always lived in a world that felt like cardboard. Yeah, yes. this is my one opportunity to let loose. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I want to feel that on the right. big screen, and I want to see that. Right, right, right. Where he but finally has that moment. You can't do that in the first movie. No, 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 no. no, no. That's a, it's that's a build up. That's yeah. the like block. three, yeah, three right? or a Justice League film where yeah. they're fighting a big villain. And it's like now. I that's, will really show you it what could be power the I Avengers have. Assemble moment. Yeah, that's that's right? that's uh, that's Thor versus Thanos. Yeah, that's yeah. that that's that kind yeah. of you know fight. At and the I end. think like you do that, and you really like people. You really like let people in the universe. Okay, and outside is, of the universe are won over by Superman. Won over. Is then any, you can do it. Are there any other characters in the movie? Uh, superhero no. characters, just Superman. Just Superman. No, one through no, three. And I just Superman. What three movies? I gotta wait for three movies no, 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 to get you other. Know what I would do? And and I would not make it an origin story. Like I would, I would, kind of the Batman ish. Maybe not several years, but maybe yeah. like 
this being six has been months, around six months, three to six months. The first instance of him like feeling yeah. the power yeah, or something exactly, like that. Exactly. Okay. Okay. So, like, yeah, I, I, su- Superman's origin is. It, 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 we need done to it so many times, but we yeah. also you need to speed through his entire yeah. young adult life to right. cover yeah. the whole origin. So right. you're saying bring him in when he's in his twenties yeah. or thirties. Yeah. yeah. And it's like he's already been active. But yeah. And I would say he's not even a reporter yet. Like maybe we could just oh. like start before he's a reporter. Now here's the thing: you're yeah. making it sound a lot like Man of Steel. It's sounding a lot like Man of Steel, Adam. Make me, make me feel like it's the different tone than Man is of Steel. Very yeah. different. Okay. The tone has got to be very different very because different if you think about, if you think about, uh, what's his name? What's his dad's name? Jonathan Kent. Jonathan, Jonathan Kent. If you think about Jonathan, the advice and and a lot of what Superman is early on is based heavily off John, Jonathan and Martha. Yeah. Yeah. Because yep. he is he doesn't know anything but them at this yeah. point. Yeah. And so getting those two characters be those people who you strive to be and having Superman absorb all of that and be that character, even though there are tough moments and not having the moment where like they had in man of steel, where he's like, Oh, but what if people die? And John kind of hints that it's okay to let people die Mm -hmm. or like maybe kill somebody or like not Mm -hmm. be that you can't have that. No, you can't have any of that. Very clear. Right. And people might say that it's boring. Right. People might say, but at the end of the day, it's not, it's not even for Superman. It's for everybody else to really love this yeah. character. Like really mm-hmm. at the end of the day, what it's saying is that I can trust you, Superman, because I know you don't have any bad intentions, even though you can kill humanity like Omni-Man did mm-hmm. at, at a specific point where he jumps into that other dimension, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you could shred everybody to pieces, yeah. but you have to build that trust in that super godlike character yeah and that's the hard part and that's going to be the hard thing to convince people to do it's not impossible though it can be done i mean look at the moments in superman and lois that like pretty much moved us great costume thanks my mom made it for me right exactly just those little things where he faked carrying a a, a heavy uh, ice bucket it's just like it's those little types of things that you don't think about that superman has to be uh, Clark has to be very aware of yeah. and like make sure that people understand that he is trying his hardest yeah. to not destroy all of us at, yeah. at, at and, any and, single and point. The trajectory for me with that story is obviously Lois is a big part of it, but I would like to cinematically see them advance and like let's let them have kids. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's yeah, start yeah. building mm-hmm. towards the future mm-hmm. generation. Yeah. I don't know. We don't, I have no who's, idea who's, who's the Superman villain in the first Superman film. The first film, yeah. I kind of want to go a little ballsy and maybe do Brainiac. Absolutely. That's yeah, the movie. Absolutely. Now here's and then have Brainiac come back for the justice league movie. Yes. Yeah. yeah that's a good call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good call. Yeah. In fact, no, you have Brainiac and the Legion of Doom. Cause oh, Brainiac yeah, was Brainiac on the Legion of right, Doom. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Brainiac yes. is a, a huge part of that. Right. But I would, but I would use this like rebooted version of Superman to then slowly bring in characters like steel. And super, yes. you know, like slowly built right, towards those right, things. Right. I was gonna say, you know what's so funny is that like Bizarro every would be dope. every yes, every yeah. white guy superhero character has that thing that Marvel has been doing for 20, 10 years now, yeah. which is like they'll have a best friend black guy. Mm-hmm. They all have those characters. <laughs> yes, that's true. And yeah, you can yeah. start popular because I was thinking as you guys are saying this stuff, I was like, this feels like it could be like the next Steve Rogers in film. Right. Chris Evans and everything yeah. you're describing. I'm like, I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of the Steve Rogers mm-hmm. that he did was that. Then you bring in Mackie, Anthony Mackie mm-hmm. and his, I love his Falcon. I love yeah. his Sam Wilson so, so much. And I think mm-hmm. even now to where he's earned the title of cap, I'm so yeah. on board yeah. with him. Yeah. 
why not a John Henry Irons yeah. in the first movie? Right. And in the second movie, he he puts They're on his steel armor. Yeah. And in the third movie, maybe Superman's like, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna head out for a little yeah. while. You, you, you got you, this, right? You got Metropolis, yeah. right? And, and, and he's steel. And honestly, he's Superman. Yeah. And honestly, eventually, like I would want to build up to the death of Superman. Yes. Right. But you yes. already have this like supporting yes. cast of characters. So like, that's great. When he dies, steel is there. Yes. So maybe Superboy. You know, it's, like yeah, it's it, eradicated. Yes. Say, but it's got to be the 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 Tony Stark moment like it's got to be yeah. it's got to have that yeah. kind of impact it's yeah. got to be that. and then i would like not have him in several films yeah. and, and then you then bring him back the resurrection Surprise. yeah okay right. here's the thing the first movie you said is established as superman Man of is tomorrow. the second one batman i'm not even interested in the title no. i want to do something else I, I, is the second one batman is the second I, one wonder I, I, I woman think, what is the second non-superman dc you know, movie if 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 it was me i would do Pillar character, supporting character, pillar character, supporting character. It doesn't have to be in that order. Okay. But instead of doing like, for example, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, I mean, would do like, I don't think anybody on the Justice League is a supporting character. Right. Right. I think they're all That's true. dope they're in their own way. Members, when you right? say supporting, who do you mean? Well, I would, so, okay, maybe not supporting, but I would do like, because everybody kind of assumes like it's the Trinity who's the first yeah. group of characters yeah, yeah, yeah. established. Yeah. I would go differently. I would maybe do like Superman and then maybe I would do like, Green Lantern or Martian Manhunter, you know, mm. someone that's like maybe someone we've never done before. Like mm. Martian Manhunter would be cool. Yes, it is another alien character. Yeah, but it's seeing the origin story of that Superman ish, but from a totally different perspective. Yeah, and seeing yeah. how he's been on Earth. Could you make that character someone who's been on Earth for multiple yes. years and he's yes. a detective? Hundred percent, exactly. absolutely, hundred percent. Exactly. And I also love the idea that, like, in past years, recent years, it feels like they've attached John Jones to like you're a black man. Mm-hmm. when he's a human just to add yeah. diversity to the team and to add that perspective of like, yeah. I think, yeah, I think one be great. thing that we're missing that was done very smartly in the past is bringing in a B squad that has no hype behind it. Mm-hmm. I'm, talking, I'm talking guardians. Mm-hmm. Nobody believed guardians was right. going to go anywhere. What is that team? I know for DC, the Legion of superheroes. Yeah. Because originally the Guardians of the Galaxy were in the year 3000, mm-hmm. and it was those characters that were like Charlie 27 and Martin X and, yeah. and right. a, a, a Starhawk and all yeah. these weird characters. And then the Guardians we know, it's like they took that idea and they were like, well, what if the in the Marvel Universe they started that now? And right. that name just kind of carries on right. until then. So they brought in Star-Lord and Gamora, so right. on and so forth. I think that if you do Superman the movie, and, in this, and if you have an actor who plays teenage Superman. yeah port that actor over to a legion of superheroes movie Mm -hmm. or show on hbo max Mm -hmm. and it's like hey you started being active as superman when you were about like 16 17 18 Mm -hmm. years old here's characters from the future who are going to come and hang out with you and you're going to go into the future with them and see the year 3000 and see what kind of an impact you had as a superhero and maybe it would be best if it was a two-hour movie because at the end of the movie they're going to wipe your memory and you're going they're going to put you back at home but just to see like, okay, here is the entirety of the DC universe from all the way at the end. Mm-hmm. And when, when we cut to these characters like Cosmic Boy and Saturn Girl and Chameleon Boy, and they start talking about, oh, the Justice League versus Darkseid was amazing. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. don't forget the Doom Patrol. When they came in, oh, and, and, and when, you know, like yeah. when they start just start rattling stuff yeah. off. Yeah. And Hawkworld, when that happened, how did you guys, you know, right. how did you do that? And then these other teenage characters, and it's good to go teenagers because it gets young people. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Constantly being like, like, like Gar, he doesn't know about that yet. Yeah. He hasn't, li- and you know, young Clark's yeah. like, what are you talking about? Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. 
you, one of your best friends is Batman. And it's like, Batman, what do you yeah. mean? What, what do you mean? Ooh. Like, I, and it's like, Oh, the legend of Batman. He's, you <laughs> yeah, know, exactly. and they're telling him all this yeah. stuff. And it, all it's doing is priming the audience to be right. like, Oh, I want to see that story. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what we have to look forward to. And then yeah. you cut back to the present day movies and you actually start seeing that. I yeah, also think we're up. missing a piece of the pie, Adam. I want to know your thoughts on this. Mm-hmm. They're merging streaming services. We need HBO originals. What are yeah. you going to make for the HBO originals? Yeah. Uh, for this new established yeah, universe? Because yeah. we're starting off <clears throat> movie continuity Look, with Superman, yeah, but yeah. now Disney has shown us that these originals can yeah. carry as yeah. much weight. What are we doing for I, that? I, and this is something that they've talked about that they're going to do, and I have no idea when the hell they're going to do it, and I haven't seen any news about it. The Green Lantern Corps. Yep. It is one of yep. the that's most smart. expansive yep, superhero like organizations in dc comics but don't even start on earth like you can literally go yeah. and do like other characters yeah you know like that's I, the other thing if the legion of superheroes is like the end of the dc universe yeah. or a thousand years from now green lantern can start with like the ancient five billion years yeah. ago and you're yeah. like oh shit okay yeah and even if you do something that is like in a similar timeline as like the superman thing yeah it doesn't matter if it's on the other side of the universe right who cares right but eventually these, they'll crash together but these yeah. concepts of like yeah. you know like the different colors and what do they mean and like, yeah you can use the hbo max series to help kind of prep the audience for all that stuff yeah so and then you know whether it's john stewart jessica cruz how yeah. jordan whoever the hell no joke there is some like i would copy knowledge the green lantern animated series yes that first, <laughs> the one one shot, first and only season. yeah yeah just that show it was great made me fall in love with well, the green and lantern that's the thing yeah. that is so frustrating is like yeah. they've done it in animation mm-hmm. they've yes. like built all these blocks and now i'm like Yo, movie people. Here's yeah. one. It's right there. Here's two. It's Here's right three. There. That's it. Come on. That's all you need. It's right there. Yeah. Well, guys, I think we figured it out. Yeah. So, so we'll be we waiting need, for think, a call. Yeah, we need to do one of those like Google things that you told us oh. about. The jam board. The jam board. Yeah. We should just like do one and send it to people at DC that and we jam. know. And jam. And, and jam. And jam board. Done. Okay. Uh, so DC, we're going to be waiting for a call. Our DMs are open. Uh, <laughs> I should say. You know where to find us. I should us. say Warner Brothers Discovery. Oh, we're yeah. waiting for Warner a Brothers call Discovery. This entire time we've been talking out of our ass. People who work at DC. DC comics are probably like, what do you we think we've been know. trying to tell yeah, them for I know, 10 I years? Know. That's exactly what we've been saying. I feel bad for the people who have been pushing for it. Cause you know, there's people who've been pushing for this stuff. Yeah. I'm sure. But um, you know, sometimes yeah. that doesn't always translate either. Yeah. And to go back right. to the point, I love the people who've worked on DC animation. Yes. I love the people who've worked on DC comics. Yeah. But when, when we're seeing an article in variety, it's like, they're looking for Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige did not come from animation. No. He did not come from comics. No. He is a a, a really unique individual who came from movie producing, working with the who Donners. Who happened to be a big who nerd. happened to understand the material. Yep. Who happened to be the person, when they were filming the first X-Men movie, who said, hey, maybe Hugh Jackman should have a little bit more of the Wolverine hair. Yep. Because he understood that that stupid shit like that mattered on some level. Yeah. And it's it's about finding a movie person when they sit and start studying DC comics, they go, Oh, I love this. Mm-hmm. Oh, this would make a great movie. You can boil it down to the essence of what Not it is. Not a movie person that looks at all this and goes, oh, I don't get this. I don't know. Who's our first person we have? A director? Come on in. What's your pitch? Sure, you can do it. Yeah. No, that's yeah. not doing the brand Justice. as a whole any mm-hmm. good. It's great for that director. It's great for that one character they want to work on, but they, the director's going to keep coming in. They're going to keep saying the same damn characters. I have a take on Batman. Okay. 
Cool. Great. What is it? 15 dark? multiverses of Batman. What is it? Dark? Is, is it dark? It, is, is it? it? Let me guess. Is it serious? Is it yeah. serious? Is, mm. it, is it realistic? He's going to have okay. black eyeshadow. <laughs> you know, or I have a take on Superman. Yeah. What if it's this and really weird? Yeah. Sure, Tim Burton, do whatever you want. Like, yeah, exactly. It's not doing the whole, you got to have somebody who has. That doesn't do your vertical any good. Yeah. Exactly. You need to have somebody Content who goes, baby. this is what make a good movie. This is what make a good movie. This is what make a good movie. We need to hire writers that can write this, but good. And a director who can direct this, but good. And when, and it sucks because it's not looking I'm at? pointing at them and it sucks because people watching this right now are going, well, that's limiting creatively. What about the creativity of the whole thing? Who's fighting for the DC universe? <laughs> yeah. We are. Who's fighting for that creativity? Yeah, exactly. We are. Uh, exactly. yeah, anyway, yeah. All right. Good job, everybody. You we scared did the shit out of me. Who's the, sorry. Who are you looking at? Oh, DC. On three. Three. One, One, two, two three, three, DC. DC. <laughs> <laughs> guys thank you so much for watching let us know in the comments below what you think oh that was a roller coaster do about the dc universe the comments should say hire you three yeah That's the comments should say yeah yeah, yeah. screenshot all yeah, yeah. of them send them to warner brothers in a nice little package with our jam box yeah jam board jam board mm -hmm. jesus <laughs> jam box it's a cheese that's, it's a that's, cheese box and a jam board that's yeah, right. that sounds like a delightful holiday gift box oh, idea. it will be and they will pay us we a lot of also money for need ideas. to make a content vertical shirt with like a little puke emoji oh under it. Content vertical. Content vertical. <laughs> that will yeah. be a shirt available in our store very, very yeah, soon. That's great. Let us in the comments below. Check out all the other reactions that we've done. Check out our Patreon as well. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye.